I'm Dahlia Davis, and you're listening to WBCA Presents. This next song is The Power of One. Welcome. You're listening to WBCA 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station. The song that you just heard was The Power of One 
by Dahlia Davis off of her album, Keep a Clean Engine. Um, and we have a very special show because this is WBCA Presents. So that means we actually have Dahlia in the studio with us um, here to talk about her work, her music, um, and just a little bit more about her as an artist. So Dahlia, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Jessica. It's my pleasure. Great. So we just heard your song, but we can maybe learn a little bit more about you. So you can introduce us, maybe tell us a little bit more about your music and how would you describe it? That's a tough one <laughs> because um, my music spans genres, everything from rock to pop to folk and um, in be everywhere in between. Um, on my album, Keep a Clean Engine, there's even a straight-ahead jazz tune, jazz standard. Mm -hmm. um, so um, I don't think I'm an artist that can be uh, easily pigeonholed. That's great. That's the best kind of artist, definitely. Oh, gospel, too. There's some gospel influences. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, and so have you always had such a, an eclectic music taste or sound or interest in production? Uh, I think, yes, because of um, my history when I was um, starting out in music in high school. Mm. Uh, I played the piano and guitar in local coffee houses as a solo artist. Wow. But I was also um, a part of a band that did three-part harmony songs, and I played guitar in that, and we later added a bass player and a drummer. So we were acoustic trio and then rock band. So I had um, two paths sort of <laughs> starting at that point that sort of diverged, and I've been going back and forth between those paths for my career. Wow, great. Thank you for that. And I guess as you were moving between these different groups or they were developing organically, like moving from a more acoustic sound to rock, was that, I guess, an organic progression for you? Well, at some point, did you think like, oh, this is like what I want to sound like? This is this like, did it come naturally to you, I guess, is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. I think it came naturally because I always enjoyed playing rock music and I also play the bass. Mm. So I played bass in many bands as well as keyboards and I just really enjoy that but I also like um sort of the um solo performing you're in control you don't mm -hmm. have to deal with a lot of extraneous things mm -hmm. and um Joni Mitchell was a big influence on me back then maybe we can continue talking about um what you mentioned about being a solo performer I imagine that's definitely so different than being in a more collaborative environment with a band. Um, and in that way, like when you're with a band, you have to negotiate different sounds. Maybe you have, you want to go in this direction. Maybe other people want to go in another direction. Um, and so maybe we could talk a little bit more about when you're in that collaborative environment. How did you negotiate those things? Well, there was a band I was in that had three songwriters and, um, we worked out the arrangements together as a group. And we tried basically to be fair to all the songwriters and give them space to do their work. Hmm. So there was a lot of negotiating. And I believe that, you know, sometimes there was egos involved hmm. and sometimes egos can get bruised. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I understand. Yeah. And 
Could you talk about that maybe in relation to solo performance? So is there a different kind of negotiation that happens there? Um, are you even like negotiating against yourself? Like, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm always negotiating <laughs> with myself. Mm. Um, it, in solo performance, my goal is to think about the venue, think about the audience, and think about and choose the songs that would be best for that particular venue and audience. If I'm playing in a more folky place, I'll want to present as more folky. Um, but I'm sort of, when I, even when I play in a folky place, I sort of have that pop rock sensibility mm. that you, you could hear on the songs when I w was playing that. So it's sort of unusual. I, I used to call my music back in the day punk folk. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so I bring that, that, sensibility to the solo performing and I like to have fun mm -hmm. you know I don't want to just sit on the stool and strum and and be like you know doer <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah I think we definitely saw that today um, because as I mentioned before this is WBCA presents where we have local artists come in and perform a few songs in our studio um, and just from seeing you a, a short while I can understand your passion and how much fun it felt, um, especially as we were doing different takes and getting into it. So I thank you. Understand. Well, thanks so much. I like to have fun. And being a performer is, is important to me. I want to connect with the audience and I want to move around and I want to smile and I want to have some energy. I want to give out energy to the audience and have some come back. And that's the best feeling in the world when that happens. Definitely. It's really unmatched when you and the audience are essentially feeding each other with energy, like you mentioned. Um, yeah, because it just makes it so much more exciting and lively. Um, and with that in mind, you've been in the Boston community for a while, contributing to the music scene. Um, you mentioned some of the bands that you've been involved with. So you've been here and, and you've been strengthening the kind of music scene that we have. And I wanted to ask, um, how has living in Boston shaped you as an artist? Well, I'm originally from Illinois, mm -hmm. and I came here to go to Berklee College of Music. And Boston is about as different from where I grew up in the suburbs of Chicago, um, as you can imagine. Mm -hmm. And so when I came to Boston, I was able to meet other musicians in Berkeley and work with them. And then we had a band. I think my second year I was there, and um, the band was called Coleslaw. Oh, nice. <laughs> I think we had one gig, and we gave away free coleslaw at the, at the gig. Really? Yeah. Jeez. And um, that was a lot of fun. We jammed. We were sort of a jam band, but we played a lot of songs, too. And uh, we had great musicians, including the drummer who I remained friends with for, for years and years and years and years. So it was, it was great to have that band. And then after I left school, I just um, played with a lot of different groups and either on bass or keyboards. I played with a group called Human Sexual Response. I don't know if people have heard that, but they were a very interesting group with four singers. They, they have mm -hmm. some albums out. They're well known in the Boston area. Nice. Um, I, I played piano for them and um, I worked with Joe, Joe Biglioni, mm. on um, one of his songs, which was produced by Jimmy Miller, who was the Stones producer. So it's, it's been interesting. But, you know, I've listed the bands and people I've worked with, and it was a long list. And uh, 
So I really do feel like a veteran of the music scene. My my bands played at places like The Rat hmm. and the Inksquare Men's Bar and Jonathan Swift's and, you know, all all those places that back then, back in the day, which were really happening. And it was quite a lively scene. Great. Cantones. I mean, I could go <laughs> on and on about that, but... Uh, Nice. Yeah. Cool. Great. Let's hear some more music then. So the next song that we're going to hear is called Peace by Dahlia Davis, and it's also off of her album, Keep a Clean Engine. Welcome back. You're listening to WBCA Presents on WBCA 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station. I'm Jessica, and I'm your host for today. Um, And the song that you just heard was called Peace by Dahlia Davis. 
um, who's in the studio with us today. So thank you again for being here, Dahlia. It is my pleasure. I am so excited to be here, and, and uh, thank you again. Absolutely. So before this, we were getting a sense of your background in music um, and the different bands you've contributed to and some of the places that you played. Um, and earlier, you were mentioning that, or you mentioned one of your influences, who was Joni Mitchell. And so I wanted to ask a little bit more about that. Um, who were your influences growing up? musical or otherwise? Um, and yeah, who inspired you? Well, I would say the Beatles were a big inspiration. Mm -hmm. um, in fact, on my Keep a Clean Engine album, I have three covers, and one of them is called The Beatles Bridges Medley. And I, I took 14 Beatles bridges, that's the middle part of the song that never repeats. It's unique. In England, they call it the middle eight. <laughs> and um, I decided um, to make a medley of just the bridges. I've heard medleys of Beatles songs, but I don't think anybody's ever just done the bridges. So mm. I took 14 and I arranged it bridge to bridge to bridge to bridge. And it's sort of one of my signature pieces. Um, so that's on this Keep a Clean Engine and also on Spotify. And so, yes, I've been influenced by the Beatles and their harmonies and their pop sensibility. That certainly is... Um, a big influence. I, I also liked Steely Dan. Mm. Um, I like to write songs with chords that are interesting. <laughs> um, so. Nice. Yeah. Great. Um, and when thinking about your music and listening to it, something that's really powerful for me are just the lyrics. Um, and so I'm wondering maybe what inspires you to write those kinds of lyrics um, and write them so poetically. Um, I think one of my favorite songs is one that we heard. We started with The Power of One, but also some of the mellow songs, um, Moving Day in particular. And so just, yeah, what inspires you to write these lyrics? How do you get into the mindset of writing? Wow. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> well, that The Moving Day was based on a personal story. Mm. Um, but it wasn't exactly my story. It was my story that was augmented sort of in a, in poetic or ways mm -hmm. with poetic license. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. So that's, that's inspired me. And um, 11 and a half also is a personal story about growing up in Illinois in mm -hmm. the suburbs of Chicago and what that was like. And the idea of being 11 and a half years old, and the last verse I talk about, you can move away, but you can't escape, 11 and a half, which is like you carry it around inside yourself mm -hmm. all your life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Wow. So that it, it's interesting, though, because this album, um, I, I produced and arranged everything on this, and it has a lot of musicians on it that I reached out to um, as guests. Mm -hmm. And so it has a full, full band sound on a lot of it, and... It, it's really the first recording that I produced and arranged on my own. Mm. And that was really a challenge. I made um, demo tapes to give to the musicians so they could get an idea about what I was looking for. Mm -hmm. And I have some stellar people on this album. I have McGregor McGee on bass and Larry Finn on drums as the rhythm section for most of them. Um, on piece, I have a different rhythm section 
And so for all the songs on the um, pretty much I had my idea of what I wanted it to sound like. But mm-hmm. on Peace, it was a song done by my band, and it only was done with the band. Wow. And so I gave it to the two bass player and drummer, and I said, what can you come up with for this? Mm-hmm. And they came up with a totally different rhythm and beat, oh, wow. which was like so um, awesome to me. Mm-hmm. And that's what we used. Nice. Yeah, that's a really great one. Um, and I'm happy with, that we got to listen to it and hear you perform it live in our studio, too. Um, yeah. And so when when you were talking about this album, you mentioned that you arranged it yourself. And I can um, imagine, assume, and I know that that speaks to the songs and how they're arranged. But I'm also wondering, does that relate to the sequence of the tracks on yes. the album? Yes, nice. that was something I tortured myself over. Oh, really? <laughs> Why? And because I wanted to make sure that it was a good sequence. Mm-hmm. Being kind of a perfectionist, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I wanted to make sure every detail of this was the best that it could be. Mm-hmm. Which is why it took so long, mm-hmm. and so yes, I'm I've, I I fooled around with different sequences, mm. but the thing is nowadays with the way people listen to music, <laughs> I really wonder about the sequence. You know, if somebody will even notice that. Mm-hmm. But for me, I still wanted it right, and so that's how I came up with it. That's great, and I think it definitely came together. Um, Something that I noticed when listening to your album in the way that you arranged it and in sequence, it starts off so powerful with the power of one, um, which has a bunch of energy. It has a high tempo. There's some rock. There's guitar. You know, we're really getting into the album and what you've, you know, produced and created. Um, and then I think it kind of, the energy kind of mellows down a little bit. We have the cover, My Back Pages, the cover of Bob Dylan. Um, and then we have the gospel. We have jazz influences coming through. Um, and it feels like for me, when we get to the midpoint of the album, we can almost like exhale after starting so strong. And so for me, when listening to your album, it sounded like a journey, like a sonic travel or something like oh, that. Oh, that's nice. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. You're really, sounds like you really uh, put a lot of, you know, energy into listening and you're listening very closely, which I really appreciate as an artist, you know, so thank you. Yeah, no, thank you. I appreciate you. that. <laughs> Definitely. You know, it, the title song is Keep a Clean Engine, and the album has a picture of a 1965 Plymouth Valiant on the cover, mm-hmm. and on the back cover, see, like, the car is coming. I wish I, everybody could see this. <laughs> and right. the car is going. Mm-hmm. So that I planned that as well. And why do I have this car, you might wonder. It's because in Keep a Clean Engine, it mentions the Plymouth Valiant and the mm. Dodge Dart mm. in the song. Mm-hmm. And um, I had those cars myself. Mm-hmm. So I have a particularly uh, fond uh, spot in my heart for those cars. And so... There you go. That's great. We're getting the inside scoop here, people. (laughs) We're getting to know more about the album cover, the art, the significance of cars. Now you know what to pay attention to when you listen to the lyrics. Um, Yeah, I think I think we got it all. Yeah. Nice. Um, And Dahlia, before we have to go, will you tell us um, anything that you're working on now or things that we have Um, to look forward to in the future? Yes, I am um, working on my second album now. And um, 
at this point, I'm choosing songs and making demos and thinking about what will be on it. Mm -hmm. And I'm determined to not let it take as long. I may just do an EP, Mm -hmm. like with six songs or something like that. But um, definitely thinking about that, writing new songs. I'm writing all the time. And um, so that is where I'm at with that new, the new work. But hopefully, my goal is, my intention this year is to put it up by the end of the year or at least have it almost ready Mm -hmm. by the end of the year. But right now I'm in the thinking planning (laughs) stage. Mm -hmm. The most important. (laughs) I do want to have um, some up-tempo songs on there as well as some slower songs. Okay, great. Thank you. Um, And Dahlia, before we go, where can we listen to your music and how can we support you? Well, you can listen to it on Apple Music and download it from iTunes, or is that the other way around? (laughs) And you can also download it from Amazon. It is on Spotify, and I am working on a band camp, so hopefully that'll be up soon. All right, great. More things to look forward to then. Um, And we're going to close out with one more song by Dahlia. It's called The Simple Life, and it's off of the album Keep a Clean Engine. Thank you so much for listening, and thank you for being here, Dahlia. Thank you so much, Jessica, for having me on the show and for interviewing me. It's been a blast, and it's great to meet you and Brett. Thank you so very much. All right. Thanks to you too, Dahlia. We appreciate it. Okay. And keep tuning in to WBCA 102.9 FM Boston.
Got it home 